Welcome to Rema Faith Radio. The, the, the gospel is good news. And notice that God was personally present in Christ, reconciling. That's the gospel. You see, we preached everything but the gospel. Reconciling and restoring the world into favor with himself. Child of God, you have been restored with, to favor with God. You have favor with God. God is not mad at you. God is not out to get you. God is out to bless you. Welcome to Rema Faith Radio. Right now, here's Reverend Talks with today's message. So my point is this. We have been reconciled already. And the message we are to preach to the sinner is this message of reconciliation. God has given to every believer the ministry of reconciliation, not the ministry of condemnation. You know, sometimes we go to the sinner and we tell him, look, you are stealing. You are going to go to hell. You are lying. You are going to go to hell. Some of them have said, look, my guy, leave this your hell thing. Which hell are you scaring me with again? Is there another hell that can be worse than the hell they already are? That's what some of them have said, that they're already in hell. Listen, the gospel is good news. It's not bad news. It's not beating the sinner over the head. Now, we now wonder why they start running from us. If you take a dog and every time you see the dog, you beat the dog, you hit the dog, a day is going to come, the dog will see you coming, the dog will start running. Amen. The, the gospel is good news. And notice that God was personally present in Christ reconciling that's the gospel you see we preached everything but the gospel reconciling and restoring the world into favor with himself child of god you have been restored with to favor with god you have favor with god god is not mad at you god is not out to get you god is out to bless you god is out to help you the bible says in romans 8 31 that if god be for us who can be against us god is on your side no one can successfully be against you. It's not that people may not be against you, but they can't successfully be against you. If God be for us, if God be for us, whoa, it guarantees success. It guarantees victory. He said, who can be against us? The very next verse, verse 32, it says, he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things so we are reconciled to god we're restored to favor with him we need to know this it's part of the in him realities amen we're restored to favor with god we are in christ now we are blessed ephesians 1 3 the bible says blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus christ who have blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Listen, God is not going to bless you. He's not. You know why? He already has. He already has. See, the Bible is a legal document. Now, I know there's a vital sense in which you could pray for someone, God bless you. And that may be okay. But this is it. We must understand that legally, everything we could ever need, from the moment we get saved and come into Christ, Till we step off into eternity is already ours. Has been provided for us already in Christ, in him. Amen. We've been blessed with all spiritual blessings. Another translation says with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now I notice something among we word of faith folks. Sometimes if we teach faith and we ought to teach faith. Paul said he was a, a preacher, an apostle and a teacher. 
in faith and verity. So Paul was a faith teacher. There's nothing wrong with teaching faith. Paul said the gospel he preached, he called it the word of faith. Romans 10, 8. So the gospel is the word of faith. It's a message of faith. It causes faith to come to the hearts of those who are open to it. But many times, when people don't have a firm understanding of the legal basis of our faith, of who we are in Christ, and they don't know that these things are already ours. Sometimes people have this idea, and, oh, if my faith will just be big enough, if my faith will just be strong enough, oh, I'm believing God so that God will do it for me. I'm believing God so that God will bless me. As if we have this idea that our faith will talk God into the notion of doing something for us. Listen, stop that thinking. God has already done it. God did it 2,000 years ago. See, there is the past tense of God's word. Yeah, there are some things God will do. But we need to understand the things that God has done. There are some things that Jesus is doing at the right hand of the Father now. But you see, the reason he's doing them is because of what he has already done. Many times, people have this mindset. Oh, I'm trying to get God to bless me. I'm trying to get God to bless me. I'm trying to develop my faith. So when my faith is in the right place, then I'll be able to get God to do it. That's, a wrong, that's wrong thinking. God has already done it. Yeah, is faith involved? Certainly. But faith, your faith is not what's going to get God to do it in that sense. Your faith is just what takes what God has already done. Your faith is what enables you to experience what is already yours. You know, let's say you don't have an account in a bank at all. You don't have any money there. But then you are trying to get to the manager so that they could give you some money. You know, you're going on a different basis. Then let's say you have 10 million naira in that account of that bank. And you want to withdraw 100,000. You know, you talk differently, right? You walk differently. You will approach the teller differently. Because it's yours. Listen, everything we could ever need is already ours in Christ Jesus. If we would just quit trying to get them. Many, many of the things we are praying for God to do, he has already done. So really, some of our prayers are just unbelief. Yes, it's scriptural to pray. But we must understand that in asking, in the light of the finished work of redemption, is actually demanding what is already ours. For instance, in John 16, 23 and 24, the Bible says, And in that day ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. It says, He thought to up till now have ye asked nothing in my name. Ask, and ye shall receive that your joy may be full. Do you know that the word ask there is the word aitio? And it means actually to demand as your right and privilege. In Matthew 18, 19, again I say unto you that if two of you shall ask, two of you shall agree on earth as such in anything they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. That ask there too is aitio. Aitio means to demand as your right and privilege. So you're not asking it from God from the standpoint of, oh God, 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 I'm rolling on the floor, please. Oh, please do it. If only you would do it. Oh, please do it. Listen, it's yours. He's simply telling you, son, get up from there. Take it. It's yours already. Because we have been blessed. We have been blessed. We have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Do you know Romans 8.17 says, 
And if children, then hairs. Hairs of God and joint hairs with Christ. Do you know you're actually God's hair? Every single thing that God has is yours. Remember uh, in um, 1 Corinthians 3, 21, the Bible says all things are yours. It's yours. Luke 15, 31, the father of the prodigal son said to his elder brother, the prodigal son's elder brother, he said, son, thou art ever with me and all that I have is thine. All that God has is yours. So simply walk in him. Take advantage of what is yours. You say, well, if it's mine, why am I not experiencing it? It's simple. If you remember the scripture that we started with, as ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, walk ye in him. How did we receive him? By believing in our hearts and confessing with our mouths. That's how we walk in him. If you will simply believe what the Bible says about you, and you will confess what the Bible says about you, then you're going to experience it. You see, healing, for instance, healing is not something we should be struggling for. Do you know healing is already ours? First Peter 2.24 is not a promise. It's a statement of fact. A promise is, I will do this for you. No, First Peter 2.24 is not God saying what he will do. It's God, it's God telling us what he has done. In Isaiah 53, verses 4 and 5, the Bible says, Surely he has borne our griefs. And that word literally means sicknesses or diseases in the, the Hebrew word used there. It says, and carried our sorrows. In the Hebrew, literally, pains. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. Matthew 8, 17. It says that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken. By Isaiah the prophet, saying himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. First Peter 2.24, who his own self, bare our sins in his own body. You see, he was his own self that did it. He didn't send an angel. And it was in his own body that he bore it, not someone else's body. Who his own self, bare our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. Do you know that? You don't have to pray to be healed. Now you can pray to appropriate your healing. But do you know if you will simply believe that you're healed and you simply confess that you're healed and hold fast to that confession, do you know you experience healing? You simply will. See, the Bible is a legal document sealed by the blood of Jesus. Every single thing that the word of God says is ours, is ours. For instance, do you know that salvation belongs to the worst sinner? Even the one in zone four. Yeah, red light district. Belongs to everyone. Belongs to everyone. John 3, 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You see, the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. God is not going to take back that gift. Whether the world acknowledges his ownership or not, Jesus belongs to them. Do you know that in the mind of God, every sinner really is saved? Legally. Jesus didn't die for the sins of the church. He died for the sins of the whole world. There wasn't even a church when he died. He died for all our sins. He died for all our sicknesses. So legally, legally, in the mind of God, salvation belongs to everyone. But you know, for that salvation that belongs to that sinner legally, 
for him to experience it vitally, what does he do? He believes in his heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. He confesses with his mouth that Jesus is his Lord. And as a result of doing that, it becomes his vitally. Now, child of God, every single thing that God has already belongs to you. And that includes healing. That includes health. If you would simply believe that in your heart and confess that with your mouth, then what's going to happen? You're going to experience it. For instance, Philippians 4.19, you know, I used to call that the original 419 scripture. Well, it's not that kind of 419. This is the real deal. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. One of those in him scriptures. What about confessing this? My God supplies all my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You've been listening to Rema Faith Radio, brought to you by the partners and friends of Rema Nigeria. We offer training in God's Word and in the things of the Spirit for victorious Christian living and success and fulfilling ministry. Go to RemaNigeria.com to find out more on how to become a student or partner of Rema Bible Training Center Nigeria. Please call 081-01-166836. The number again, 081-01-166836. Kenneth Hagen's Rema Bible Training Center, Nigeria, is here just for you. Do you want to know your purpose in life? Do you want to learn balanced biblical teachings? Are you hungry for more but confused about where and how to satisfy the longing in your heart? Are you uncertain about what next steps to take in life? We have good news for you. At Kenneth Hagen's Rema Bible Training Center, Nigeria, we help believers learn God's word to live a successful and victorious life. Discover and walk in God's plan for their lives and get prepared for the ministry with campuses in Abuja, Putakot, Nasarawa, Kaduna, and Lagos. RBTC is now open for April 2021 school intake. To apply, contact us on 090-3484-1366. The number again, 090-3484-1366 or 080-7657-6163. The number again, 080-7657-6163. You can also visit our website on www.remanigeria.com forward slash apply online. Turn on your passion.